Okay, so today's daf is daf test above in Yavamis. We learn for four Shlomo, for Shlomo ben Rachel, for Yosef ben Rachel, ben Chaimichal, for Los ben Ruma, and for Nomi, Rivka, Bas, Dina, Shoshana. Yesterday we got down to the 11th line on daf test above. And the discussion here is, we know that Beisil and Beishama had various machlokas and throughout Shas. And here they had a serious machlokas. Is Saras Erva Osir to make Yibam? In other words, she's like an Erva itself, Shlob Mokom Mitzvah, and it would be an Isser of Eishas Ach. So again, if Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter and Reuben dies with no children, and Reuben had another wife, would Shimon, according to Beishamai, should perform Yibam or Chalitza on the other wife, on the Tzara? And according to Beisel, it's forbidden. It would make a mamzer if you did that. So there's a serious machlok. The question that Gemara yesterday was, well, we have loads of scattered. How can you have different rules? It's like two different tars. They said, well, different places, it's okay. Or even two bezins in the same city, it's not a problem with loads But the question really is, if Beishamai followed their own sock, then we got a problem. They're making mamzerim according to Beisilo. So the Gemara said, well, we had different opinions. Did they follow their own sock or not? They disagreed in theory, but they always followed Basil. That was the discussion we we're having. Can we prove that they still did they shall follow their own sock, even though there was a Baskol and uh, that said you go according to Basil and Basil was the majority? What was the thing? What was the uh, the actual uh, effect during throughout history? Did they shall follow their own spars or not? That's what we're trying still to prove. And we brought proofs back and forth, and we uh, and we refuted them. Now we're at Tashmada on line number eleven on Tesvav. Rabbi Tarfin Tarfin said Rabbi Tarfin was a Talmud of Beishamai, and he said Teavani. It's a strange notion. It's Teavani, like I wish I would that Masai Tavot Saras Abbas Liyadi His his brother was married to his brother. Rabbi Tarfin's own brother was married to Rabbi Tarfin's daughter. And his brother had another wife. And he said, you know what? I'm hoping that one day when my brother dies, I can marry the Tsar Sabas. I can marry his co I can marry my own daughter that I know, right? But I hope that I'll be able to marry her. So what do you see from over here? That he was a Tom Shammai and he was hoping that one day his brother will die and he will marry the the co-wife of his daughter of his of his uh, of his daughter, the other pardon? And she shall, of course, we're always talking about when he dies. When he dies, there's no children, obviously. If there's children, everybody agrees that's as they said that there's no yibam. I'm talking about dies with no children, and 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 uh, I hope I'll be able to marry her. So that's a proof that they shall may follow their own sparses. I'm gonna hope that she's that my my brother dies, I'll be able to marry her. If I marries her, that means that. He's going to go like Beishamai, he's a Tom Beishamai, and he's going to marry Sarah Sabas, which according to Beishamai would be Kares and, and make a Mamzer. So he's no, 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 it doesn't mean that I'm going to marry her. I'll marry her off. I'll marry her off. So the Mephoshim say, well, what kind of a wish is that? I hope my brother dies one day with no children, obviously, he's already childless, and I'll marry off his wife to a guy in the street, right? To some guy in the street, but I'm sure. But it wouldn't matter if he had children. No, no, no. If he had children, if he if he had children, if he if if his brother had children, there's no question of people. There's no, 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 that's what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. It's a silly thing to say. Yeah, but it has no meaning then. 
That's right. There's no That's meaning. what he's saying. That's no, 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 no. He has, it has no meaning then. If he has children, there's not there's no, I hope he'll die. So why should, what, let me ask him. So why would he hope that he should die? In either case, why should he hope no. he should die? No. So the explained that what he's trying to say over here is one of them is going to die first, right? So why should you hope that your brother's going to die first? Why shouldn't you die first? And why should you? So, why should, so, and why should you hope let, that let me, let, me fin- let me finish the point. Yeah. Let me finish the point. Let me finish the point. Die without children is certainly a horrible thing. That, we're not talking about the issue of, of the children or not. He clearly didn't have any children. If he had children, there's nothing to talk about. Why should? If he had children, why would he hope that his brother should die first? That's really a disgusting thing. But if, but if he didn't have children, why shouldn't he marry, marry her off? To die in the street. There's no need to die in the street. Right. To show, the answer is to show that the Allah is like Beis Hillel. We can understand that. Understand? What did, what did Beis Hillel? Beis Hillel says, he dies without children. The Tzara, not the daughter, the Tzara should marry somebody in the street because there's no Yibam over here. Court Beis Shammai, no, you should perform Yibam or Chalitza. So the answer is, the answer to the question is, why would he hope that his brother should die first? The answer is, he's hoping his brother die first. And he will marry her off. What's the answer? Not that he will marry her, but he will marry her off to show that the halacha is like Basil. Then you can understand why it's a good thing that I one of them is going to die first anyway. So it's either me or my brother. So I'll tell you what, I hope my brother dies first. So I could demonstrate to everybody that the halacha is like Basil, because I'm around. I'm still the of them. And if there would be a case of even according to Beishamai, I should marry her or give her chalitza, but I'm going to show that I'm going to marry her off to show that Allah is like Beishelo. But if you're talking about a case where there were children, right, you bring up this case with children, there's children and there's no yibam, why would he hope that his brother dies first? Is that a nice thing to say? Hey, brother, it's me and you. Let's hope you go first. That's a horrible thing. So we're not, we're talking clearly where there's no children. The point is he wants to show. Then you can understand what he's hoping. I'm hoping that my brother dies first so I can demonstrate that Allah is like Basil. One of us has to die first. If I die first, there's no purpose. Maybe he had children, Tarpon had children, right? But if he didn't have children, I'll demonstrate that. That's how it makes sense. In any case, there's no proof from over here. Did Shammai follow the reasoning or not, right? Doesn't mean anything. I'll marry off to show Allah is like Basil and we don't like Basil. If he would marry her himself, or Tarfin said, I will marry her, that shows that they, that Beishamai followed their psaq. He was a Tom Beisham, and he would have married her. If he would marry her, according to Beisolo, that's, uh, that's Karas. And, uh, but he, I'm marrying her off. Oh, I'm marrying her off to the street to show that the law is like so. I fought Tehavani Kamar. What about Tehavani? What about that? I will hope. I'm going to said yesterday, well, listen, let's avoid this problem. Saras Abbas, just give her Chalitza. Just give her Chalitza so you'll solve, solve the problem according to everybody. You won't make any mamzerim. Beishami won't make any mamzerim according to Beis Hillel because he won't marry anything. And according to Beis Hillel, so the Chalitza is miutar, but uh, just do the Chalitza to be outside. He says, no, 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 we're not doing that. Rabbi says, let's avoid the problem of Beisham Beis Hillel and give everybody Chalitza in a case like that. No, no, no. We want to show that Lacha is like Beis Hillel. I'm marrying Raf Lashuk without any even or Chalitza to show Lacha is like Beis Hillel. In any case, there's no proof my here to our question of Asu or lo asu? Did Beishamai follow their psaq or not? I Tashma. think the objection should be uh, removed if we read Matai as if, rather than when. Well, the word is te'av ani, right? I would, I would hope, or I would want. I would want. If, if yeah. she would come to Liadi, that I would, you know, then, yeah, but then it doesn't the say that. that you're giving makes sense. Right, right. But he doesn't say it. He says te'av ani matai halavai, like I wish. I hope one day 
one of us has to die first. I hope he'll die so I can demonstrate the Allah like they saw. That that answer makes more sense. By the way, Tashma, another story. Another case. You see, this is very common that people marry their nieces. It's very considered a mitzvah. That Ramuliel's daughter was married to Ramuliel's brother. Brother's name was Abba. Umeis below bottom. Again, he died with no children. The Yibam Ramuliel es Sarasa. Ramuliel made Yibam on the Tzara. Now, what does that show you? That they followed Beishamay's reasoning. They shaskin Allah that way. I have a tis Ramuliel with Beishamay. Who was Ramuliel anyway from the Tamidim of Beishamay? He wasn't a Tom Beshamai, he was from Beishilo. So, how would he have done that anyway? Ella Shani from Lili was different to Islanders Habe. She was an Islandist in which there's no case of Yibam. She doesn't form Yibam, uh, uh, right? There's no Yibam there. And therefore, the Tzis, the Tsar Siles, we had before back on uh, Yud Aleph on the base or uh, Yud Bezim and Bez. The Halacha, we said at the top of Yud Bezim and Bez on Shabbos, Sistavas, Tsar Islandist Muteris. Even if you knew he was, even if she knew, you knew she was an islandist, but said, islandist is part of, there's no Yibam, like it says, she can't have any children. So there was no, his own daughter was an islandist, and therefore it was like, it, she was out of the parsha of Yibam, and therefore you could marry the Tzara. So it had nothing to do with, she wasn't the Tzara of an Arab, because the islandist was not considered marriageable, not considered the parsha of Yibam. So the more medical, he's safe with the safe there, says, Achirim Omer and Bita, Islandist Others say over there that his daughter was an island. She wasn't an island. If she wasn't an island, how could Ramuliel perform Yibam on her tzara? The answer, the answer is, the answer is, here's what we're talking about. We had a machlokis back before. When is, if it, in our Mishnah, when a Mishnah says, that means she was found to be an island. That means that it was a Mekachto, so it was considered like it was never married. Married her thinking that she could have children. It turned out she was an island and she wasn't capable of having it. So the whole thing was Mekachto, she was considered there was no marriage. There wasn't marriage to, married to the daughter. There was no co-wife. The only wife was the Tzara. There was only one girl there. So that's the Nafmina over here. The Tanakama holds what, the, the Tanakama holds that, um, the way Rashi explains it, they go to Rashi a little bit further up, uh, he didn't know that she was. So therefore, the Tanakama held it over here. Yes, Ramuliel's daughter turned out to be an islandist, but she didn't know that she was an islandist. When it turned out after she was an islandist, so his brother said, that's Mekachtos, I was never married to her. Therefore, Ramuliel could perform a yibum on the Tzara because the daughter was not considered as being married to his brother at all because it was a Mekachtos. The Seifa says it says uh, is is uh, uh, is um, meaning according to the Tanakama only because he didn't know since Ramuliel's brother didn't know that she was an Alice, it was a Mekhtos. But if Hikerba, if he would have known, then it would have been also to her because he married her knowing that she was an islandist, knowing that she was an islandist, and it was a good marriage. And since she doesn't have Yibam, uh, there's the other one is also potter. Well, according to the second opinion, I feel Hikerba, even if he knew that she was Mutter Diktani Hoysa of a Loktani Nimsis, because the Sefer says, Achirim Omer and Beatrice Gimbus, Alanus Hoysa. What is that? And that's what we said according to the Psach. Even if the brother knew that she was an Alanus, still you could perform even on the Tsara of his daughter. Why? Because of Rashi explained for Hilchas Saras, back on your days and the days, Hilchas Saras Alanus Muteras, Afilu Hikerba, even if he knew, even if the brother knew she was an Alanus and went into a person, I want to marry her anyway. I love her. I want to marry her anyway. Why? Because, like Rashi explained there, when did the Torah ask her Tzaras Erva, but Mako Mitzvah? 
But since the islandess is not, uh, uh, even the Balav Erva Nami lo, lo, lo Chazi Lidim, she's not Roy for even, even without Erva. It's not a mitzvah. In other words, it's only Saras Erva when it's Maka Mitzvah, meaning that there's a mitzvah to perform even on this girl. Let's say Reuven's married to Shimon's daughter. And without, of course, with no children. He dies without children. Okay, so Shimon can't marry because it's an erva, and the co-wife is Saras Erva. But let's say the brother Levi could perform even on the daughter, right? Because he's it's only a niece to him too. It's not a daughter. So it, so it's not like, uh, the, the, so in that case, the tzara is a tzara's erva, but mokka mitzvah. But in the case of an islander, she's out of the parsha of yibam. There's no yibam on her. It's like she's a man. You don't perform yibam on a man, a man on a man, right? She's like a man. You don't have yibam over there. And therefore, it's tzara's erva, shalob mokka mitzvah. It's right. There's no mitzvah over here. And therefore, there's no, uh, she's not tzara banal. So the answer to the question is, Ramaliel said, Gulil married the Tsara. The answer is, is that she wasn't the Tsara of an erva of his of his daughter, because his daughter either wasn't considered married at all. It was a Mekhtos, according to the first opinion. Mecca wasn't married to the brother at all because it was a mistake. He didn't know it was Mekhtos. Or according to the second opinion, even if she was considered married, that she's not in the parsha of Yibam, and it's Tsara Sarvish Love Mokhamitzvah. It's like the Tsara of your mother who's married to some guy in the street. And the guy in the street goes, You can marry the Tsara because it's Tsara Sarvish Love Mokhamitzvah. So that's that's one answer. Another answer is so one answer is that the difference is hikur bav lo hikur bav. The narration and the the Tanakam and the and the second time. Ibaisema kamos b'sav kirush hikimenayo. Let's say remember we had before in our mission it was mashma that let's what do we say? If let's say your brother was married to the daughter. Your Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter, but he divorces her before he dies. Reuben divorces her. Then you would perform sorry. So the question is is if he divorced her before he died, or did he have to divorce her before he married the Tsara? So they weren't co-wives at the same time. And here Rashi says, because the brother divorced his daughter before he died, even though he was married to the Tsara at the time, since he did divorce the daughter before he died, therefore, when he died, the only one that fell even was the Tsara, and he would marry her. Since he married the Tsara before the Gerishin, she's still considered Osir. Now there's a question, is it Kanaslub Sub Gersha? Before back on Dafyagim, we said it's a machlokas, or it's possible that everybody holds like a Mishnah, but a Mishnah it's it works both ways. That either Girish will self and Afilu Kanaslub Girish, also uh, there is there would be even there. So that would be Kibnai. And then the reason is that Khairim say, since um, uh, since it was uh self girish. Uh, there would there would be him except for the fact that she's an islandist. You know, it could be the to the ratio between Tanakama and the second one is when the brother Ruvain, in this case from Leo's brother uh, Abba, whatever his name was, married her, he made a tnai. He said, I'm marrying you under certain condition. In condition, let's say that you don't have any moles or that uh, you have uh, six toes or, or five toes, and it turned out she had six toes. So she had some sort of a blemish. So uh, that's the question. Is she considered married or not? Tanakama holds what that, okay, that's, uh, you made it tonight. The tonight was, uh, you didn't fulfill it tonight versus Mekachtos, and he wasn't considered married to her at all. And therefore, Ramuel can marry the sit, can marry his, the, the, the tzara of his daughter because it wasn't considered a marriage. Whereas the Seifa holds, no, that we, a tonight doesn't help for that kind of a thing. Tonight helps you make a deal with a, a money deal or something like that, but a deal over here, I'm only marrying on the condition that you don't have six toes. 
and and then he, but he he performed beyond her. He consummated the marriage. Just consider that he's mochel that that tonight, and he would be considered married. The problem though is though that she was an islandess, and therefore she's not considered uh, capable of yibum, and and therefore it's not saras erva. The tsara of the islandess is not saras erva from mitzvah, but it's love malka mitzvah, and therefore Mulil could marry her. So therefore, in this case again, it's not a proof that we go like that. They shamay followed their spars because number one, Mulil wasn't a talmud of. Beishamai, and he didn't follow Beishamai by marrying the Tsar of the Erva because it wasn't the Tsar of an Erva because the Erva, his daughter, Muriel's daughter, was an islandess. Masar Mashasha, another case, Masar Mashasha, so it's a proof of Shaliket Esrog Bechad the Shvat. Muriel harvested Esrogim on the first day of Shvat. First day of Shvat is, is the Rosh Hashanah for Ilano, according to Beishamai. According to Beisho, it's Tuba Shvat. So he did it on the first of Shvat. And he wasn't sure. You know, if it's the second year of the Shemitah cycle, you give Meiser Rishon, Meiser Shani. It's the third year, you give Meiser Rishon and Meiser Ani. And he didn't, and what he did was he gave, like Misafik, he gave both. He gave Meiser Shani as if it's the second year. If it's the second year, meaning Tubishvat is the new year in another 15 days. And he also gave, he gave Meiser um, Ani as if it's the third year, as if today was the Rosh Hashanah. Right. So you see over here, you know, so he went both ways. He said to be say both, I'll do like So you see over here that they did that Beishamai did follow their own Piskealocha. And we see over here, it's not just in, like we said yesterday, not only cases of of, of our case of Atsara Mary, Atsaras Erva uh forming Yim or not, it's all cases where Bashami did Basilo. Do they follow their own Sakana? So you see they did it. The answer is no, no proof in your Bakiva Gamri Stopaklim. Could be that we only go like Basilo. Rebbe wasn't Rebbe Kiva though wasn't sure he forgot what was the machlokas. There's a machlokas. When is the new year for Elonus? Is it Echad Bishvat or Tu Bishvat? He wasn't sure who said what. He wasn't sure if Beisol said he wanted to go like Beisol, but he wasn't sure what Beisol said. Did Beisol said that Risha Bishvat, Rosh Chodeshvat, or did he say Tu Bishvat? And therefore, he did both ways. Masamar um, Zutra, another case. Shamay Azokin's daughter-in-law gave birth. It was Sukkot's time. Upichas and Samaziva, and he uh, he um, <clears throat> uh, broke through the roof of the the ceiling of the house. The sichel gabi mita bishvil cotton, and he made schach in that hole in the roof. He made schach so that the new baby should be in the mitzvah of of uh, should have the mitzvah of Sukkah, right? Shmami no asu, right? Why? Because Shammai holds Shammai holds that a cotton who needs his mother still schayv in Sukkah. And we know children should go into sukkah, you would them, but he also cut the chive sukkah, mashma that he did like Beishamai. The answer is Hasam Haroa Omer Lafushi Abir covet. There it's no proof because there, the person who sees it, in other words, it could very well be that Beishamai does not follow their rules, their own Piskei if it looks like they're two Torahs. But over here, when you could be Yotze, their words without making it look like two Torahs, because here it's simply, he's simply ventilating the room, put a hole in the roof to make it vent, to make like, to, to ventilate them. So therefore it's no proof that in a case where it would look like two Torahs, like in the case of Yibam, that we would, that they shall might follow their own, their own uh, spars. Now, um, so here also the issue is that the year brings up the issue says, what, what, what kind of a spars to be Machanach Atinok that the Shem says that it was just born right now. So um, the answer is it could be that, uh, so, you know, some say that it was, uh, the cotton was actually bigger at this point. It wasn't right now, but you know, it gave birth and they were there. Then the children were there. There were other children there too. But it could also very well be that the reason is not because the, the child that we have, the baby needs chinuch 
you know, show that maybe that sukkah, but rather, teshvu kein tadur, you're supposed to live in the sukkah the way you do at your house with everybody around you. So he had to sit in that sukkah too. It wasn't he made a sukkah for the child, made a sukkah for himself too, but the family is supposed to be together there. So it could be that's how you explain, explain the story. Okay, so, but again, you can't prove from over there that the shaman would follow their own svaras in a case where it looked like two Torahs. Masamar Zutra. There's a story with the Yehu's trough. There was a place in Yerushalayim. It was a big, like a big mikvah in Yerushalayim. They called it Yehu's trough. That was his name. And it had a hole in there attached to another mikvah, a kosher mikvah. And they used to be matar everything in there. Meaning, it was a mikvah. How do you make a mikvah today? They have a, they have a rainwater 40 saw, and they attach it with hashaka to another one. So they used to have this, this uh, mikvah. And they made it bigger. It's not enough just to have a little hole between the two mikvahs. You got to have the wall between them has to be mostly destroyed. You have to damage and, and knock out most of the wall. Um, but we learned they sell holes. How do you make a combination of mikvahs? It's enough just to have like the mouthpiece, like the spout of a leather bottle. Bovea in its diameter of a and its circumference. like two fingers. Remember, we had this before. In Chagi, you put two, two fingers in, and if you could circle the two fingers around, that's good enough. So, what do you see? Why did he paskin over here in this story? That there was a story with this uh, trough, and uh, and they were matar everything there. And Beishamai said, and they made it bigger. So, you see, they followed that Beishamai did follow their own. Uh, their own opinion in the Machlokas. Shmamina also. The answer is no. Again, Hasam Haro Omelafushi Mayahu de Kabit. The it doesn't look like Sudafitar is the other person who could just say that he, he made the hole bigger in order that the water should spread, you know, to make the to mix the water better. Uh, therefore it's no proof from over there. Did Beishamai follow their own Piske Allah or not? Toshma another proof. In the second line on Ahmed Bay's now Dumra Lazarus Bart Sadak. Remember he was the son of Rat Sadak. When I learned Torah in front of Yochum Nuri, Raisi, I saw in the years of famine, he had only some dry bread and salt. He had nothing to eat. I told my father, Rabbi Tzado, that, that you know, this, uh, this Rebbe has nothing to eat. He told me, go take him some olives. And I took him some olives. He saw that they were moist. Now, the problem with moist Olives are that they were wet, and if they're wet, they could be macabre toma. And he says over there, according to Tosis, he knew that uh, that um, this uh, knew that Sadok bought this uh, barrel, whatever, from an Amaoretz. And if the barrel was clicheres, it's not metamid or rice on the outside, that maybe Mirabar in its tummy, whatever, he was concerned about toma over here. He was concerned about Tumor, the Suffolk, maybe, and Amor it's touched it. And he was worried that it was Tomei. Amrli, I don't need olives. In a nice way, he said, uh, I, don't, I don't want any olives. Thank you. He didn't want to touch them. I went and I told my father, Tzadik, about this. Amrli, go tell him, the barrel or the jug had a hole in the bottom. If you have a hole in the bottom, that indicates that you're not, you don't want that liquid. You don't want the liquid coming out. If you're not happy with the liquid, it's not only if you're happy that the water or the liquid went on it. Here, there was a kubaisa. The leaves at the bottom of the, 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 the junky olives stuffed up the hole. We learn. If you have a barrel or a jug of pressed olives, you don't have to take a hole there at all. 
you don't have to make it at all. Why? Because they hold, he holds that the the uh, olive the uh, olive oil that seeps out of the aisle, the juice olives is not it does not it's not makshulakabaltum. It's not like a water like the other drinks. It's just it's not it's not makshulakabaltum. But it says srichalik You have to put a hole there because that juice that comes out of the uh, the the liquid that comes out of the uh, olives is makshulakabaltum. Umodim. But their motive, even in Nikva, if you put a hole in there indicating that you don't want that, you know, you, you don't want the juice, you don't want it to go out, you want it to, 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 uh, to drip out. The Satmua Shmarm and the leaves stuffed it up, she told me that star. The And even though this Rabbi Yochan was a Talmud of Shammai, he did only like Basilo, meaning he was Machmer and he said that. <coughs> That what that the olive juice could could make it makabel tuma. I mean, that's why he was worried about it. He says, "Okay, go tell him no that there was a hole at the bottom and it got stuffed up." But you understand his concern. He went like Basil, also. If you say what that Beishamai followed their own as far as Rabuse, that's the chiddush. That even though Rabbi Yochanan was a Talmud of Beishamai, he still was machmer like Beishilel and said that if there's no hole in the jug, I got to worry about tuma of the of the olives. Beishamai didn't follow their own svaras. What's the chiddush? Even though he was a Talmud of Beishamai, he only went according to Beisolo. Everybody went according to Beisolo. Even Beishamai went according to Beisolo. If that's the case, and here the Gemara doesn't give an answer to it, indicating, indicating that Beishamai did follow their own svaras. If they saw, if Beishamai followed their own svaras, so how? What do you do with the case of the Mamzerim, etc. That Beishamai makes of the Yavama, right? Of the of a tsaras, of the of the erba. So in Hanami, we said they had to keep records. You have to keep records. Who's a mamzer, who's not, who's married, who, et cetera. That's how you'd have to understand it. So that's one proof that doesn't get answered. So it's a parent's mashma. It's not maybe the most solid proof. It's a proof of horror that Beishamai did follow their own spars. Tashma, another case. Shalos Rabbi Shua, they asked Rabbi Yoshua. Remember this is Rabbi Shua. Tzara Sabas Mao. What's Salach of Tzara Sabas? In other words, Beishul says Tzara Sabas, like one of the, the first case of the 15 cases of our Mishnah, the first Mishnah, Tzara Sabas, Potter, Right, and So they What are you? What are you forcing me into this? What are you putting my head between two great mountains? Bench de machlokas between a great machlokas and beisham beisilol. You you want me to paskin? You want me to tell you who we paskin like? I'm afraid they're going to crush my head. If I say that the halacha is like Beisilo, what does that mean? That the people that followed Beishamai made Mamzerim, because they said, right? According to Beisilo, Tzaras Abbas is part of Yimachlitza. According to Beishamai, no, you perform Yimachlitza. In other words, you marry your brother's, your deceased brother's, uh, even though he was married to your daughter, you'd marry the co-wife. And according to Beisilo, that's a Mamzer. So, uh, yeah, so basically, you're saying that if I tell you that Allah is like Beisilo, I'm calling Be- a lot of people in Beishamai's congregation Mamzerim. They're going to break my head, right? So, um, I'm, I'm afraid the Meshavli Mamzerim, they're going to kill me, right? So uh, that's what he says. Um, you, want, you want me to answer that question? But I promise you, I'd give testimony. I'm going to tell you about two families in Yerushalayim. Famous families, Mishpachas Beis Savum, that was their name. Me Ben Achmoy from that place, Mishpachas Beis Kapoy, Me Ben Makoshish from those places, Shaheim Ben Nate Tsaros. They are the sons of Tsaros who married Lashuk, 
meaning they went like Beisilo, that the Tsaros don't marry, don't perform Yibam, the Tsaros ever don't perform Yibam, but they marry Lashuk. Now, the B'nai Tsaros, they marry the Nasu Lashuk, like Beisilo, Umehem Kohen Gdolim, and they're Kohen Gdolim out of there. They're, they weren't, ma- in other words, they're not Mamzeim according to everybody, right? They're not Mamzeim according to everybody, even according to Beis, Beis uh, Shammai, they're not, they're not Mamzeim according to Beisilo, they're allowed to marry Lashuk, but would you make him Kwan Dolum? That's what we're going to talk about. The Shimshogam is Bech and they serve them as Bech. So I can tell you, I don't want to pask in Halacha Basil Basham. If I say the house is like Basilo, Basham is going to kill me because I'm calling a lot of their people Mamzeir. But I will tell you that there were some famous families in Yerushalayim who followed Basilo and the Tsaros Abbas, the Tsaros Arabic did not perform Yib and got married Lashuk. And there were Kahanim Dolum from there. Yeah, Bishlama, Asu, if Basham, I followed one. So it's Hainan the Kumas So I'm afraid. I'm afraid to say because Beishamah is going to kill me. Right? If Beishamah didn't follow their own spars anyway, and what did they do? They just, let's say, did Chalitza, or they followed Beishamah, am I coming to Why are you afraid? And even if they did follow their own spars, why is he afraid? I understand not see these verses anyway, like parenthetically. Why was he afraid? Because he's going to say the Ramzeim? This is Rabbi Yeshua. They asked Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua's opinion is, is that even in Chai Vekaris, there's no mamzer. There's only, mamzer uh, there's only a mamzer if it's Chai Vemises like if you slept with your mother or your daughter-in-law or your mother-in-law. But if you slept with your sister or your sister-in-law, your wife's sister, there's no kar- there's no there's no mamzer there, even though it's Chai Vekaris. And he namidasu, I'm Yisraeli. I'm Rabbi Shua, ain't mamzer el mechai Vemises Bezin. That's what we should remember we had. Rabbi Kiva's opinion is there's a mamzer even for Chai Vilavim. Rabbi Shua's opinion is only a mamzer from Chai Vemises Bezin. We go with the opinion that there's a mamzer from Chayve, uh, from even um, from even Chayve Kares, and certainly Mises Bezin, which is more Hummer. But the point is, Rabbi Shua, why was Rabbi Shua afraid that the Shaman is going to kill him? He said he didn't say he didn't say that they should uh, that they're mamzerim because he owes a mamzer only from Chayve Mises Bezin, not from uh, Chayve Krisis. So the Gemara says, Ah, and he named the mamzerav He's not a mamzer that they wouldn't be mamzerim according to Rabbi Shua. The pogamihavi they would be tainted, like we said yesterday. Look at this Ma'almana. Ma'almana. Shani Surinari Bakal. Almana can't marry a Kohen Gadol. Only the only person she can't marry is a Kohen Gadol. She can marry a Kohen, she can't marry a Kohen Gadol. Ma'ama Shani Surinari Bakal. If she marries a Kohen Gadol, the child is a Pogum. He's considered a Halal, cannot marry as uh, possible. Zushi Surisha Bakal. Over here, this Tsaras, this Tsara of the Erva, she's also to marry anybody, right? Also married to anybody, according to Beishamai, certainly. Uh, you know, she can't marry anybody. She has to have more chalitza. If she, or uh, according to Beishamim, she's a Yuvam Lashuk. She's over and alive. Certainly, she should. She should be. Uh, she should make a pogum. So therefore, he's saying like this. Rabbi Shua is saying, I'm afraid to say Loch like Beisilu because Beisham is going to kill me. They're going to crush my head because I'm calling a lot of their kids pagumim. Even according to my shita, they're not mamzeir, but they're still pagumim. So the Gemara now asks, okay, so what do you see from over here? Here's another proof that they followed their own reasoning. If they didn't, if Beishamai didn't follow their own Pesach why was he afraid to say that Allah is like Beisil? Everybody was going Beisil anyway. The answer is, here's another proof, Beishamai went around. But now the Gemara says, what's the story over here? Kabami Nei Tsaras. He asked, what was the story? We asked Rabbi Shua, the Tsaras Abbas Mao. Can she marry? Does he form Yibam? Or she marries Lashuk? The Kabashat lay B'nei Tsaras. And you, and you ask him, what, did, what, was, what was his answer? What did he pass? And he says, I, I'm afraid to say that Allah like Beisil of Beishamai, who she was to marry. But I can tell you that the children who followed Beisil, they followed Beisil, the children became Kohanim Gedolim and they served in the Beis Amikdash, right? If a Kabash like the Nate Saras, the answer is Tartik Kabarmin. He asked them both questions. He asked them, Saras Mai, 
What's the other tzaras? Ve'im tim tzalom or tzaras beisil. If you tell me the tzaras can go like beisil, meaning the tzaras sever marries l'shuk without even more chalitza. There's no even more chalitza there. B'nei tzaros the beisil, the b'nei tzaros beisil, the beishamai mau. What would what would beishamai hold? They are now. What we say? What do you care what they are? What would be mau? My nafkamina. If you pass them with beisil anyway, what do you care what beishamai holds up? You pass what my nafkamina. Lemevshet vlad machsuk shas beisil. Here's the point. If you say like, if we say we pass like Beisilo, that the Yavama, the Tsaras Erev marries Lashuk, Beishamai says you're not supposed to, right? What would Beishamai hold is the result of those children? What would the result of those children? It's a Chayvelavim, right? It's, it's a Chalutza Lashuk. You're not supposed to marry, but it's a Chayvelavim. It's like a coin marrying a Grusha. It's a Lav. It doesn't make a Mamzer, except according to Bekiva, right? But it doesn't make Mamzer. But Machminus, to be Poshet, another Lav of Machzer Grushasim, Mishinistus Meisel. What's Machzer Grushasim? Yisraelim. Yankel is married to Rivka, and he divorces her. She marries somebody else, gets divorced or widowed from that other guy. Can Yaakov take her back? If he takes her back, they're over in a Lav. Okay, but over in a Lav, what about those children? Are they also Pagumim? So he says, that's Nafkminu. Nafkminu, Levev, Shetla, Machzer Grushasim, to base Hillel. According to Basil, that we Paskin like. Mika, Mina, Kavachomer, do you say Kavachomer? Mal, Mana, the coin goddle. Shani, Sursha, Vakol. It's only usher to the coin goddle, not to anybody else. Still, Benot, Pogum, her son is considered tainted. Zushi, Sursha, Vakol. Masabushas applies to everybody. Any woman who gets, who's married to one guy, gets divorced, marries somebody else, gets widowed or divorced from the second guy, cannot go back to the first guy. That is just for all women. Shani, Sursha, Vakol. She came in Adin, all husbands and all uh, case, Adin certainly her child should be considered tainted. Is that what you say? And therefore, even according to Basil, meaning we want to pass him, what are the B'nai Tsaros? The B'nai Tsaros is a, uh, which is an Israel lab, Yvamalashuk is a lab. What do you say over there? Do you say over there that just like what? A Kavachomer, if um, uh, an Amana, uh, uh, an Amana who marries a coin guttle, Right, a monokain gadol, where they're over on a lav. It's a a monolotikach. They're over on a lav, and what do we say that the shalos a pogum? So certainly, any other case which where where shava bakol, where the same is applies to all Jews, not just on a monotokain gadol, but any Jew divorces his wife cannot take her back after she was married to somebody else. So therefore, monokain gadol sheni shava bakol bar pogum zuse shava bakol. Here with everybody in case matzkusaso and edinshin a pogum. Odilma equal enough. You could ask this. You know why? Because on Almona, she herself, it says, it says, and Amav is Ishto, meaning when a Kohen Gadol marries a, a, an Almona, and the same thing with a Kohen, I think, marrying a Grusha, it says, he shouldn't, he shouldn't profane his children, Ba'amav, in his nation, including his wife. She's also Machulela. She also, so for example, she if she's Machulela, she can't marry a regular Kohen afterwards. Let's say this lady, Let's say that this lady was an almana, right? She wasn't a grusha. She can't marry a kohen gadol. But if a kohen gadol marries her, <coughs> he profanes her. She can't now. She can't marry a kohen either, a regular kohen, even though she's not a grusha, right? She had some mischalelas. Uh, that, that that's the question. So that was the question. As they asked two questions, what's Allah tzara serva? Is it like beisilo beishami? Says I'm afraid to say that Allah is like beisilo because beisham is going to kill me. Why are they going to kill me? Because I'm telling you that a lot of their their kids then would be considered pagumim. Let's say. Even according to Rishu, if they're not Mamzer and Pagumim. And also, what's the halacha about those Saras? So he said, are they Pagumim or not? So that was his question. He says, Do you say, do you say, what would you say, what would be the halacha of the Bnei Saras? According to Basil, the Bnei Saras are allowed to marry the Shuk. There's nothing wrong with them. But according, what would, what would Beishamai hold about that? And from there, we can pass in Masagur Shasl Basilo. 
with any other case of a lav. If you're over on a lav, and the kid's not a mamzer, but is the kid considered a pogum or not? Do you say here also that the kid would be considered a pogum? Or is it different over there? Almana, she herself is muschalalos, but over here she's not muschalalos. Why? She's already divorced. Already can't marry a coin because she's a grusha. You marry divorce, so she's already mischa, she's already mischalelas, and therefore you're not mischalas, and therefore maybe you maybe the kids would not be considered fucking. But Amr Lahu and Abishua answered, Saros, Miss Yariani. Saros, I'm afraid to answer. I don't want to answer your question, Basil Bishami, because if I say Basilo, Bishami is going to kill me, right? But the Benet Saros, I can give testimony to you that they were Kohanim Gdolim in Yerushalayim, and therefore they're not considered pogum. I you might say, but it's the basil, the gaboiso, yeah, we've come in there. I mean, I mean, but you might say, well, maybe the reason I'm telling you, Carmen Dolmans, because we pass them like basil. That's why they were accepted. The answer is, unfortunately, <laughs> we say that it's unlikely if Beishamai would consider the Benet Saurus to be Gumim, like we said from this Kalvachomer, because they were over on a Yavama Lashuk, right? According to according to Beishamai, the Benet Saros are Yavama Lashuk. Right, because they married Lashuk and the kids, it's, it's over in a lot. So they're only, uh, they're Pagum, let's say, right? But it's also, he's made them know that, that they're not Pagumim. Why? Because they were Karnim Dolim in Yerushalayim. But maybe that's because we passed like Beishul. Maybe Beishamai would still hold their Pagumim. The answer is, if Beishamai would hold their Pagumim, they wouldn't have made them, they wouldn't have made them Karnim Dolim. Even though the Allah is not like that. That's even Tomer, Ma Raya Meir Azula Baish Shalu, Shem Ne Shahocha, Shaloch Kabeisilo. In other words, if Beishamai would have hold that this kid is a pogum, then they wouldn't have allowed, even though the Allah is like Beisil, they wouldn't have allowed uh, Beishamai would have prevented Beisil from making them the uh, from making him a coin gadol, um, and according to Biachem and Nuri, Shavlad Sar Shabei Silu Pugim of Beishamai. We're talking Shein Lochich Mikan Shishim Shukanim Dol. Maybe it's like Kiefsha 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 Sheyadim Shabei Silu Pugim of So you can't maybe you can't prove anything from there. But if you held that they were really the Kohanim Gadolim, then effectively saying that they're not considered Pugim, because if they would be Pugim, Beishamai wouldn't have allowed them to be uh, elected the uh, the coin gadol. All right, we'll pick it up here tomorrow. Mitzvah at the top of the dot. Have a good day. I hear what the Lord said.